The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, July 2nd edition. We are locked and loaded for a nine-game Monday slate. Hope everybody had a good weekend as it is heating up around the country. We got the 4th of July coming up this week, so lots and lots going on. And speaking of warm, it is going to be warm everywhere. It's even going to be like 92 to 94 in Coors Field today. We don't have any uh, real rain except in Cincinnati, Chicago, and the Reds. Um, it's raining hard throughout the day. It looks like it clears up around game time, a little after game time, so maybe a late start and we're good to go. Just keep an eye on that one. Everything else, hot, humid, pretty much in every ballpark except like L.A. So the roof might be closed in Arizona because it's supposed to be like 107. So, yeah, going to be a warm one around the country, and that's just the time of year we are. So a lot of good hitting environments. Let's look at the totals real quick before we get going on the pitching. Uh, Braves-Yankees, 9.5. Red Sox-Nationals, 7.5. White Sox Reds at nine and a half. Rays Marlins seven and a half. Twins Brewers eight and a half. Indians Royals eight and a half. Giants Rockies ten. Cardinals D backs eight. And waiting on that Pirates Dodgers as Nick Kingham looks to be coming up to fill Chad Cool's spot in the rotation due to his injury. So Kingham likely getting the start against the Doyers. But uh, fun little nine game slate to, to break down for everyone today. Let's kick it off with the pitching. The high priced arm on the slate is Mad Max Scherzer thirteen thousand three hundred bucks. He's uh, against the Boston Red Sox. This is not as much of a gimme as a layup as you would like. Uh, they strike out 19% of the time versus righties. Scherzer is just a bad, bad man. 35% K rate, 16% swinging strike, so on and so forth. The Red Sox have the second lowest total on the slate of 3.2. Lefties 261, righties 254. It's kind of a pick your poison. It's in Washington, so he's at home. Uh, we're on the season, if I can get my thing to, oh, there we go. Um He's averaging 30.6 DraftKings points per start compared to 24-4 on the road. It's like picking, you know, 2.03 ERA at home, 2.05 on the road. He has 11 more Ks at home, so he gets a lot more strikeouts at home. Maybe it's the batter's eye, maybe it's both of his eyes. Who knows? But uh, Mad Max a 13-3. Against Boston, he's the best player on the on the slate. It just depends if you want to go there. You got Corey Kluber at 12-5 at the Kansas City Royals, a Royals team that strikes out. A little more than Boston, but not a ton. 19.1% of the time compared to 188 from the Red Sox. Uh, Kluber has pitched much better at home than on the road this year. He has faced Kansas City once. Seven innings, eight hits, 
No earned, four strikeouts for 23 DraftKings points. You see that 4K tells you something. They just don't strike out a lot. And uh, Kluber, you know, in his last few starts, he had two, then he had seven, then he had three, then he had eight, um, seven, ten, seven, back to normal. But he's been a little bit of a hiccup of late. Really good stuff with Kluber. Facing a Kansas City team that, you know, doesn't scare you offensively. They have the lowest total at 3.04. Lefty's 276, righty's 286. They have a 287 Woba and 123 ISO, both below average versus right-handed pitching. So both guys are in play, but on this slate, you're going to want to want you're going to want to want money for bats. Uh, that made no sense. Want to want to want, but you're going to want money for bats, uh, and that's where you go to a guy like maybe Robbie Ray at, at your top at 9,900 bucks. Came off the DL his last time out, looked outstanding. Uh, he went six innings, two hits, no earned, six Ks, three eighty-three pitches. 27.1 points. Yes, it was at the Marlins, but hey, you got to start somewhere. Hopefully that pitch count gets up to like 90, 95, maybe a little more. He's, I thought he was supposed to go to 90 his last time out, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll pump it up to six, seven innings again. And um, in an interesting spot here against the St. Louis team that strikes out 22.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. You know, Robbie Ray, good swinging strike, ground ball, soft contact, all that good stuff. St. Louis has a 3.65 total, third or fourth lowest on the slate. And he's got reverse splits. Lefties hit 344 while righties hit 310 versus Ray. Uh, and, you know, a Cardinals team with such a uh, right-handed dominated lineup, you figure would hit lefties well. Uh, they have a 303 WOA. Remember, average or below average is 300 or below. And they have a 167 ISO. 150 is what you want to be for average to above. So they're, they're basically just an average offense versus left-handed pitching. You know, Tommy Pham's in a funk. you got some other things they're dealing with. So Robbie Ray at 9,900. Is probably the guy I start my list with up top, primarily on price point alone. If you want to go cash games, you start with Mad Max Scherzer. So up top, tournament-wise, Robbie Ray 1, Scherzer 2, Kluber 3. That's where I'm looking there. But that's for strictly tournaments. Cash games, you go Scherzer, then you go Kluber, then you go Ray. Now when you drop down, it just turns into a mess in this middle-tier range. Uh, you got guys like Alex Wood, 8900 bucks at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes, Wood's been really, really good of late. Back-to-back 23-plus point performances. Um, you know, home and road, 3.970 RA compared to 4.04 on the road. He hasn't faced Pittsburgh yet this year. He always It's always a question mark of how many innings is Alex Wood going to go. That's always a big question mark. But if he gets his, you know, if he gets his 100 pitches, you got a Pirates going to strike out 22% of the time. He has a 24% K rate, 11.5% swinging strike, and a 50% ground ball rate. All things you're really going to like. Um... Lefties hit 232 off Wood, righties 327. They have a decent amount of righties in that Pirates lineup. And they have a 320 Woba, which is really good, and a 158 ISO, which is barely average. So Wood's in play, not my favorite play, but he is in play at that price point of $8,900. A guy I'll probably hear, hear a lot today is Nate Eovaldi at 8700 He's been very hit and miss since his return, but he's coming off a phenomenal start against the Washington Nationals. Six innings, one hit, no word, nine Ks. He has five or more Ks in three straight starts. And he's going into Miami against the Miami Marlins team that uh, strikes out uh, at 24% rate against right-handed pitching. Yavali's got 22.5% K rate, a 47% ground ball rate. Limits the hard contact. The Marlins have the third lowest total on the slate at 3.61. Lefty's 361, righty's 288. So maybe Justin Bohr, Derek Dietrich, those types but overall, he's done well in his small sample against righties. And um, they are one of the worst teams in baseball. First right-handed pitching, a 296 Woba and a 129 ISO. So Nate Eovaldi is definitely on the board at 8,700 if you want to save 
uh, save money. He's definitely a guy you could look at as your SP. Tournament-wise, I guess you could say SP1. He's not the best SP1 in the world, but if you want to gamble and get all the bats, you look at a guy like Eovaldi. If not, you go down to a guy like Joey Lasagna, Louis Siga, going up at home against the Atlanta Braves, 8300 bucks, coming off a 30-point performance against Philly. He's all or nothing. He reminds me of the, the Peralta start last week. You know, he's got 30.2 at Phillies, 5.5 against Seattle, and then he had 23.1 against Tampa Bay. He's facing Atlanta Braves offense that we know is very, very potent. There's no sugarcoat in that one. They strike out 20.5% of the time versus righties. He's a minus 190 home favorite, which is pretty darn good. He has a 31.5% K rate. The walks are what always are his problem at 14%. But big ground ball guy also at 58%. So it's kind of a pick your poison with uh, Loisiga. They have a team total of fourth. The Braves about seventh lowest on the slate. Lefties 214, righties 362. So quite the reverse splits with Loisiga. And you, when you think about the Braves, their damage comes from the left side. You got Enciarte. Albies, Freeman, uh, Marquecas. But then you got Acuna and some others, but still a lot of lefties that really worry you, especially in Yankee Stadium. So Lois Siga is definitely a GPP play. Uh, Braves 313 Woba, 152 ISO is nothing scary. It's just average stuff in baseball. They can run into some in that ballpark. That's what's terrifying. And if he's walking guys, he's in trouble. But if he's on, he could have a field day against the Salander Braves offense at 8300 bucks. Definitely in play in this price range. Last guy I'll mention in this range is Kyle Gibson, 7800 bucks. Yes, Kyle Gibson. Much, much better on the road. 21.6 points compared to 11.2 with a 2.6 ERA compared to a 4.53. Struggled the only time he faced Milwaukee this year. Five and a third, five earned, five Ks for 4.8 points. But, you know, he's, he's a model of consistency. 12.6, 12.9, 19.6, 17.6, 20.4, 28.2. So five straight starts of, you know, 13 or more essentially with uh, 18 or more in three of those five. The Milwaukee team we targeted, if you were in the Slack chat this week, and Saturday we were all over Molly, Sunday we were all over Matt Harvey. There's a lot of strikeouts in this Brew Crew lineup right now. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. So you look at a guy like Kyle Gibson, uh, this Brewers team striking out 25.2% of the time. You got Gibson's 20% K rate, his 50% ground ball rate. Does give up hard contact, which is not the best thing to do. But uh, lefties hitting 333, righties 325 off Gibson. Brew Crew at 320 Woba, 168 ISO. So average stuff there, a little above average Woba. But at uh, 7800 bucks, Gibson's a guy I'll definitely be gravitating towards with that K upside um, and a little bit of a usually, usually a good floor. So in this mid-tier range, you know, you got Losiga for GPPs 1, Gibson 2, Evaldi 3, Wood 4. If you want a little more comfort zone, maybe Evaldi in your cash games is a place to go. Now, below Kyle Gibson, it's really, really bad. There's not a lot I like here. Jacob Gina's getting his stuff pushed in of late. Uh, Nick Kingham, I'm not sure how he's going to be coming out against the Dodgers. He could be a play at 76. Kyle Freeland and Coolers, no thank you. Brent Suter, I like a ton. And Minnesota has struggled against lefties. So Suter at 65 is a guy you can look at here um, against the Twins at home. He's uh, coming off of a 13.3-point performance. You know, 13 Very, very consistent stuff at 6500 bucks. He's faced Minnesota once this year, five and two-thirds, five hits, one earned, six Ks for 23.2 DraftKings points. And I mentioned how Minnesota struggles versus lefty. It's quite surprising when you think about that lineup, but they do. They really, really do. Um, you look at the Twins, team total of 3.95. That is six lowest on the slate. Uh, 296 Wobuck, 132 ISO, both way below average. 
So a guy like Brent Suter at 65 is someone you can keep your eye on. And then other than that, you got Big Game James if you want to roll the dice at 59 against Cincinnati. And the guy I'll be looking at outside of Suter, and many will be as well, and you're just praying the good stuff shows up, and it's riding that you're facing the White Sox wave, but it's in Great American Small Park. He's been much better at home this year, 16.6 points for home compared to 8.2 on the road. We're talking Luis Castillo. Yes, it's risky. He's 5700 bucks though, against the Chicago White Sox. A White Sox team that strikes out 25.2% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's got a 25% K rate, 13% swimming strike, 51% ground ball. He just has that one blow-up inning that kills him. Uh, lefties hit 380, righties 317. Uh, they have a 307 wall, but 157 ice, so average stuff there. So if you want some White Sox bats, that's fine. I get it. But Castillo at 57 is very, very much in play on this uh, lower end. So I got Castillo 1, Suter 2, and if you have to, Big Game James is there at 3. So recapping your pitching. There's a lot to go through for a nine-game slate, but there's a little bit of everything depending on where you want your bats. Up top, I got Robbie Ray 1, Scherzer 2, Kluber 3. That's a price point GPP breakdown. In the middle, Loisiga, Gibson, Ivaldi, Wood. That's the, that's the four in the middle. Down below, Luis Castillo, Brent Suter based on your GPPs, and then maybe some big game James if you're feeling a little frisky. Let's get into the bats for this nine-game slate, kick it off at the catcher's position. You got guys like Buster Posey at 4800 bucks in Coors against Kyra Freeland. He's first base catcher eligible. Most days I tell you not a chance in hell with Posey at that price point, but you know you got a guy like Freeland, lefties 262, righties 327, a 5.12 total which is fifth best on the slate. That's how much offense is on the slate tonight. Uh, fifth best, and it's going to be so hot in Coors Field. Ridiculous. So keep Posey in mind. Uh, a guy like Yadi Molina against Robbie Ray, maybe at 41. Nick Hundley at 4K is even in play. But like Wilson Ramos versus Wee Chin at 39, I do like quite a bit. Um, when you look at Tampa Bay, lefties 251, righties 345 off Chin. So Ramos is still a premier play at a discount compared to some of these other guys. Tucker Barnard at 38 for Shields. Definitely worth a look at his matchup against Big Game James in Great American Small Park. Uh, if you want to slide down some, maybe a little Jan Gomes at 35 versus Jake Junis, who's just getting crushed all over the place these days. He's a cheaper one you can go take a look at. Uh, maybe a Kevin Smith versus Luis Castillo at 31 or an Omar Navarez at 29 for a cheaper catcher option in that matchup. Other than that, maybe I could, no, never mind. I'm not even going to mention that name. Yeah, after Navarez, check lineups. There will be a few that pop up, but nothing standing out at first look. Heading over to first base, you got Brandon Belt and Coors at 54. He's in play. Um, Aguilar's been hitting well. I'm not looking to target Gibson, but you can in a GPP. Same with Freddie Freeman at GPP. You can go after Lasagna at 51. But uh, a guy like Joey Votto at 48 versus Shields is very interesting. Again, Posey's 48. Edwin Encarnacion at 48 is outstanding. Cleveland has the second highest total at 5.45. Lefties 322, righties 353 versus Junis. This is a great spot for Edwin Encarnacion to go deep tonight at 4,800 bucks. Don't sleep on him. You, know, you got Muncie and Bellinger both 4,600 versus Kingham. People will be gravitating that direction, gravitating that direction. Well, you got Jose Abreu is interesting versus Castillo. As you keep going down the list, though. Like a Matt Davidson in your GPPs is in play. A Yonder Alonso at 38. Another, he's always that price point, always in that area. I guess Jake Junis for a, a cheaper first base option. You can definitely look there. Uh, CJ Crone versus the lefty chin at 3,600. Crone was a regular for us. He was crushing it. Price point came up. He's in a slump. He's slumping big time. Average of four points. 
his last 10 games, you know, a 0, a 5, a 3, a 7, a 7, a 2, a 14, 0, 0, 2. And that's his last 10 games. Really not crushing the baseball. But against Wee and Chin at 3,600, if you're paying up for pitching, he is a decent option at that price point. When you slide down farther at the first base position, you know, Brad Miller's 3,400. It sucks he's at first base, even though it's playing shortstop. But he's there if you need to look that way. Uh, Justin Bohr at 33 versus Eovaldi. I do like a lot. If you aren't using Eovaldi and you want a super cheap, uh, super cheap first baseman, Justin Bohr with that power. We know lefties can't hit Eovaldi. $3,300. That is pretty darn outstanding. Let's go over to the second base position. You got Ozzie Albies at 52. He's always worth a look. I don't care who's on the mound. He's worth a look in your offenses. Uh, Scooter Jeanette, Matt Carpenter, all interesting, but not running to play them at those price points. Got LeMahieu and Coors at 45. I love Mad Bum, but the hitting environment and everything, you can't ignore uh, Colorado. I think they'll be much lower owned than you'll ever. Than you'll, you, only when the ace is on the mound, like Bumgarner and Kershaw, and those guys, will you get Colorado so low owned. And tonight, tonight, you can look to do that. Mad Bum's still a great pitcher. I'm not saying run to go stack them, but you're going to get lower ownership than normal for a Colorado team. Uh, Yohan Moncada at 4,300 versus Luis Castillo. Very much in play for you tonight. But you go down to guys like Gleyber, Gleyber Torres at 4,200 versus Animal Sanchez. Love that. Gleyber went deep yesterday. Yankees have the highest team total at 5.5. Lefties 343. Righties 265 versus Animal Sanchez. So Yankees are going to be a hot, hot commodity tonight against Animal. So Gleyber Torres in play for you there. Maybe a little Daniel Murphy who's still slumping, but keep him in mind. But you want a cheaper giant. Uh, Joe Panic versus Freeland at 39. Panic can hit lefties just fine. Don't worry about that. Alan Hansen is 37. So some cheaper Giants uh, activity for you right there. Something to, to keep in mind. Uh, Willie Adamas of Tampa Bay. Second base shortstop, 3,700 versus Chen. If he's in the middle of that order, maybe you do a Cron, Adamas, uh, Ramos stack. Or you just play for home runs tonight because there will be a ton of offense with this weather. Uh, Jed Jericho is a guy we like to target versus lefties. He's second base, third base at 33 versus Robbie Ray. If you're fading Ray, he's in play. Other than that, I'd recommend checking lineups. There will be a few more that come into come into light later tonight. Let's go over to third base. Nolan Arenado at 59 at home is outstanding. Even though it's Bumgarner, still pretty intriguing play. Jose Ramirez at 57 versus Junis as well. Uh, Suarez, not bad, but Escobar at 47. Muncie at 46 is a guy I do like. Uh, Arenado, I go Arenado Ramirez, then Muncie. I'd skip down there. Look at a guy like Anthony Rendon at 45, just having an outstanding season. Always overlooked. Lefty's 320, righty's 292 versus Porcello. So keep Rendon on your list of things to do. Uh, Jake Lamb, 4,300 bucks at home against Carmart. Carmart's a really good pitcher. Arizona has a 4-3-5 total. It's like two, four, ninth highest on the slate. Lefty's 312, righty's 310 versus Carmart. Jake Lamb is a, a good GPP pivot play at 4,300. Travis Shavers, Kyle Gibson at 42 is another good pivot in that one. Matt Duffy against the lefty Chen at 4K will be a super low-owned play at that position. Probably not if you're playing home run derby. No, if you're stacking, yes, or you want a one-off, you could go that direction. Mentioned Matt Davidson earlier at 39. Miguel Andahar at 39 in your GPPs is interesting. Um, Descalso at 35, second base, third base could be an interesting play if you're stacking some uh, – D-backs. I mentioned Jed Jericho earlier at 33, so I want to keep an eye on there. And then you'll check lineups for the rest. Let's go over to the shortstop position. Got your usual suspect up top, Frenchie Lindor at 5,400 in a phenomenal spot against Jacob Junis. Great spot there for France, Cisco Lindor. Got Trevor Story at home versus a lefty. Used to be an absolute locked and loaded play. I'm like, I, 
I feel like saying like 80 to 85 percent locked and low just because of the situation. But it is Bumgarner. She got to teeter it back just a tab. It's still a great play there. You got Beecroft against Freeland at 49. Don't sleep on that. Lefty, lefty. Don't worry about that at all. Uh, when you slide on down like a Didi Gregorius at 43 versus Animal, could be a nice piece of that Yankees action there. Willie Adamas again at 37. Mentioned him. Kiki Hernandez hitting everybody at 36. Cattell Marte is every uh, day to day, so he's 35, so keep an eye on that. Uh, you slide down to the bottom threes, maybe a Brock Holt at 33 against Scherzer if you want to be really, really weird. But, uh, you know, Adrian's at 32. I like uh, JT Riddle, really, really, really like a 3,200 as your value play against Nate Eovaldi. Uh, Riddle's swinging it good, six, averaging 6.1 his last 10. Coming from the left side against Eovaldi is a guy you could look at there at 3,200 as some savings for you. Other than that, you know, if Greg Garcia cracks the lineup at 29, maybe. Miguel Rojas is 29. Echeverria, 29 for the Rays in that matchup. There are a couple cheapies you can look at there if you need to go farther down than Riddle. Head of the outfield, usual suspects in play. Mookie Betts is even against Max Scherzer for a GPP at 55. You can look at, you know, Scherzer, he mows down righties. He is ferocious. One of the best in baseball against righties. He does give up home runs from time to time. So if you want to get real crazy at 55, you can go there. I probably won't tonight, but you can. You got Blackman at 54 and Coors to keep an eye on there. Eddie Rosario at 5K versus Suter. Rosario can hit lefties just fine. Uh, you know, Eric Thames versus Gibson. Uh, Bryce Harper at 49 versus Porcello is very interesting. But you slide down a little far like a David Peralta at 4,800. You know, outfield, you build, looks like you can save some money in the outfield tonight because a lot of those high-priced guys are in interesting matchups where you could probably go elsewhere like and Andrew McCutcheon at 47 versus Freeland. That is really, really good. We've got Bellinger at 46, Acuna at 46, Juan Soto at 45. Some good stuff right there. Michael Brantley at 45 is a great play at that price point if you get a piece of that Indians offense. Uh, you slide on down a little farther, like a Starling Marte at 44 to get GPP where it gets Wood. Uh, Jock James, if he's at a good spot in the order, at 44 versus Kingham. If Shevler's leading off versus Big Game James at 43, that's a really solid look for you there. Aaron Hicks hit three home runs on Sunday night. 4300 bucks for Animal Sanchez is worth a play as well. You slide down to the bottom fours and into the threes. You got Cargo at 4100 with Bumgarner. Uh, Derek Dietrich at 41 is a little pricier than I'd like against Yavaldi, but keep him in mind. It's amazing he's 41, but Justin Bohr is 33. Interesting. Uh, Jesse Winker, 4K versus Shields, a very solid look for you there. Uh, uh, Garcia as well could be an Avisil Garcia at 4K. Versus Castillo could be a very interesting play since he's come off the DL. He's averaging 10.7 points a game. Uh, playing really well against lefties and righties. So Avisel, if you think Castillo struggles, is a good play at that price point. If Austin Slater's in the Giants lineup at 3900 bucks, a nice cheapy in Coors. Marcelo Zuna at 38 versus Robbie Ray, something to keep in mind in the GPP as well. <clears throat> Gorky Hernandez is day-to-day. If he's in the lineup at 38, he's in play for the Giants also. Giants are a team I really want to attack. We got the fifth lowest total, and people are going to be overlooking them. I like that a lot in Coors. Uh, Giants are definitely in play for me there. When you get down to the mid threes, you know, Corey Dickerson at 36. Well, probably not tonight, but Kiki Hernandez again at 36. Look at him. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, if you're really stacking some, some Rays, you just want some one-offs, he's 3,600. He can hit lefties just fine, so don't worry about that. Hunter Pence and Coors at 45. I hate Hunter Pence, but you almost got to at least respect it in that ballpark. Uh, Lonnie Chisinau at 34 versus Jacob Junis for a cheaper piece of the Indians action. Look at that. Uh, as you go down to the bottom threes, it gets bleak as usual. There will always be some that pop up, though. 
You got a Jackie Bradley Jr. at 31 for GPP punt against Scherzer. Uh, you could look there as a complete punt. Uh, maybe an Adam Eagle at 3K versus Luis Castillo. I really wouldn't run to do that. Usually we have better options down here, but there's really nothing at this first look that's standing out at all. You got Lewis Brinson at 29 versus Yavaldi. He can be worth the dart. Um, you got Keon Broxton down here as well. He's, he's in play versus Gibson maybe. But really nothing crazy. You'll have to check lineups to see if anything else comes out in the outfield. But that middle outfield area, like 48 to 35, there's a lot you could like in that area. So a recap of the pitching real quick. You go all the way up top in GPP formats, Ray, Scherzer, Kluber, and cash games, you got Scherzer. In the middle, you got Lasagna, you got Gibson, you got Eovaldi, and you got Wood. Down below, you got Luis Castillo, if you want to get really GPP crazy, Brent Suter, and then your real, real, real GPP crazy is Big Game James at 5,500. Let's check out your BVP and send you on your way on this Monday, July 2nd edition. J.D. Martinez, 2 for 7, 2 homers off Mad Max. Mitch Moreland, 4 for 14 with a homer. Pierce is taking him deep as well. D.D. Gregorius, 4 for 11, 2 homers off Animal Sanchez. Get on a little farther. Joey Votto's four for six in his matchup against Shields. Kevin Kiermeyer four for thirteen with a triple and a homer versus Chin. Um, Brad Miller six for fifteen, two doubles against Kyle Gibson. Escobar two for five in his matchup there against Suter. Uh, Mike Mustakas nineteen for forty-one, seven doubles and a homer versus Kluber. It's a four sixty-three average. Salvi Perez is a homer. Alex Gordon two homers, but outside of Mustakas, everyone's hitting like two two twenty-ish or below. So. Nothing crazy, but Mustak is great success. So if you want to do one-off GPP play, you can give him a look. Don't hate it, but uh, not running to fade Kluber, even though he's been a little off. So keep that in mind with your Royals. Lindor, four for seven, two doubles and a homer off Jacob Junis. Carlos Gonzalez against Mad Bum. There he is, 4100 bucks, 20 for 62. It's 323 average, five doubles, five homers. Uh, Arenado's taking him deep twice, but hitting 211. Charlie Blackman, seven for 21, one double. About it. Uh, Trevor Story's two for 15 with a homer. Nick Hundley, five for 14, two doubles and a homer versus Freeland. Hunter Pence is five for 10. Gorky Hernandez, seven for 18 with a homer. Panic, seven for 15 with a double. As a team, they're hitting 315 off of uh, Freeland, 333 Woba, but a .094 ISO. That cannot be possibly right, but keep that in mind. Dexter Fowler's probably not playing tonight, so we'll ignore that. Josh Harrison, 6 for 19, two doubles and a homer off Alex Wood. Uh, Martez only hitting 4 for 16 with a double. Mercer, 5 for 16. So a little bit on the BVP, nothing too crazy. But uh, check out all the good stuff at thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Dana has your weekend pitching primer out and about for you. Got a new fantasy football writer in Ben Hammond. Go check him out to some fantasy values and early ADP looks. Got the round of 16 World Cup action, and Francisco's got you covered. If you're into best ball drafts, bitch with Bubba, episode 104 with at Beerswater. Go check that out. So, tons going on over there, and a big week ahead. We got more golf coverage coming up. Always pressing recording tonight with myself, Jesse, and Rob Treha is going to join us, uh, member of SD. So, uh, check all that out. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the Slack chat with any questions you have. But good luck on your Monday, July 2nd edition. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits. I'm out.